Albuquerque's macro-aggression, Eddie Aragon, the rock of talk. I'm Eddie Aragon, the Rock of Talk on AM 1600, KIVA 93.7 FM, the web, the app, rockoftalk.com. 550-5500 is the number to text in. Rockoftalk.com is the place where you go, whether you're on mobile or, you know, you happen to be in front of a uh, computer, that's, uh, you can listen to us there as well. Dad Muskin to my left, good afternoon. Uh, good afternoon, Mr. Aragon. We appear to be down one more memorial in New Mexico. We will, uh, the obelisk has uh, come down up in Santa Fe. I've got all the video, can't show it there, but uh, just going through that, uh, expected, as Michelle Lujan Grisham uh, wished everybody, happy Indigenous Peoples Day, and there was no reference whatsoever. Uh, and let's not forget uh, where this whole Indigenous uh, Peoples Day thing started, right here in good old New Mexico. Uh, <laughs> Ralph Arianis and, and Red Nation and all those uh, kind of people who are out there. But let's, let's, let's keep, it, keep the focus. We've got 22 days until the election. Share all this stuff. Watch it on YouTube uh, as well, and uh, make sure you get all this information. We're going to go fast and furious, uh, pretty much text-only here this afternoon. I'll get to them where I can, because we were starting to watch the Amy Coney Barrett show, and uh, Schumer's asking her to recuse herself from the Affordable Care Act. <laughs> now, Donald Trump is uh, basically going to hit the road every single day between now and November 3rd. No doubt he'll be making a stop here in good old New Mexico. Lindsey Graham is saying, get your asses to the U.S. Senate floor. And everyone thinks that there's just nothing but false information in the news. Back in 2017, 45% of Americans saw a great deal of political bias. Well, here in 2020, we're now over 50% and 37% now seeing a fair amount of bias in reporting. That's the backdrop. And uh, yes, for those of you who are sharing it, the World Health Organization is now advising against all the lockdowns. Great video. And if you haven't seen it, we'll probably talk more about it tomorrow, although we will touch upon the coronavirus Today It seems to be running through everything. I'm noticing the liberals using it as a news cycle crusher. And uh, what more are the Democrats going to continue to show us? Or what are they what arrows do they have in their quiver? Well, let's just uh, run down because we're here in October, three weeks hence, and we're going to be voting on the voting day. But the uh, voting is all month long. You remember, President Trump was hospitalized. Maybe that was on purpose. Leading Republicans also tested positive, including two senators on the Judiciary Committee uh, who were going to be voting on Barrett's confirmation. They were also, we're not going to say they're poison, but, you know, (laughs) uh, let's just say uh, there are no coincidences. President Trump recovered, and despite all of the good things that they were saying about Donald Trump, we want him to get well soon, they were very angry about him getting well. Kamala Harris, that whole debate, she got her butt kicked, but all they want to talk about on every comedy show and everything else is the fly that was on Mike Pence's hair, because that's really the focus. And we don't know if that was actually real. Was that real? Do we have confirmation on Nanotech, that? Nanotech, maybe? Yeah, maybe. Maybe something was happening visually. Uh, Pence, uh, they stated, had COVID, and then the story was deleted. Trump authorized the declassification of all documents related to the Russia investigation. And then fears are continuing to mount for a rigged election on both sides, but particularly by way of the Democrats, uh, despite the fact that they have a 14-point lead. Who would ever need to rig an election <laughs> if they were leading by that much? Bye-bye. And then Nancy Pelosi pushing the 25th Amendment. That happened last week. All the arrows in the quiver are right there, right? But the one thing that's in the back of my mind, the rest of you, what else are they going to try and do to stop it? Well, Pence canceled his campaign event 
in Indiana, flew back immediately to Washington, almost no coverage whatsoever. And despite the fact that we're supposed to have a debate, that has now been canceled. Steve Scully, the scheduled moderator of the next presidential debate, sent a disturbing tweet to Anthony Scaramucci, who sends more disturbing tweets back. And then Scully claims that his account is hacked and it's now being investigated. How many more surprises could we possibly get at this point? Well, let's go back to 2016. And remember the Access Hollywood tape? That happened right about this time four years ago. It temporarily threw uh, Donald Trump's presidential campaign into a tailspin. And then on the 28th, remember that, James Comey? Uh, Donald Trump was here on the 30th, two days later. And they were investigating Hillary Clinton's emails, which now are just starting to become public. Very exciting stuff uh, happening there uh, as well. Now let's get to Pelosi, okay, because this is all about removing Donald Trump and maybe Joe Biden from power as well. She's not a big fan of Joe Biden, it seems. Now, she pushed this 25th Amendment. This is an oversight commission on the presidential capacity at this point. But isn't she going to use it so that she can take power? Remember, she is third in line. And would she use it on her own party so she could usher in the progressives, so she could thereby guarantee that the progressives run the, run the country should the Democrats win this election? Now, what you see happening up on the Hill today is more attacks on Amy Comey Barrett. And there's a very good reason why. Because she could actually be a very important and deciding factor in this election, depending upon how this entire thing plays out. Nobody knows exactly how it's going to play out, but one of those pathways is directly through the judiciary. Well, you remember Feinstein, what is she, 86, 87 years, years old? Three years ago, she was attacking Amy Coney Barrett's Catholic faith, stating the dogma lives loudly within you. Not exactly very positive, okay? Didn't like it when she got uh, approved on the appeals court because I think Feinstein saw what was coming. So they had the whole theater that was there. We carried it live. By the way, we were the only place that carried all of this stuff live. Hopefully hopefully you guys enjoyed that. Thank you, Dowd. And just like Graham wanted, there are people who showed up. You couldn't do this virtually. Notice that there was some audible audio problems with uh, with Kamala Harris. That was fun. And it was all theatrics. And they basically said one of two things. People are already voting, and they're accusing us, or the Republicans, of pushing Amy Coney Barrett through as another way of that we're stacking the court. It's another form of stacking the court. Nonsense. It's BS. You know it as well as I do. Well, Mike Lee showed up. Where was Kamala Harris? Cowering. Or the other Democrats cowering. So here's kind of the breakdown of everything. It was just the opening day. You did hear Amy Coney Barrett live here in Akiva. There was uh, Senators Todd Young and Michael Braun, both Republicans. Patricia O'Hara, former Notre Dame Law School professor, she showed up. A a number of Hoosiers also delivered five-minute speeches as well. She's on the Seventh Circuit Court of Appeals, and then she delivered her opening remarks. And I think she was... Very even. Yep. There was nothing really that uh, really stood out other yep. than she seemed to be quite well-adjusted and very normal. Now, over the weekend, this is how much the Democrats are trying to stop everything. Biden was in Vegas, and he was asked in Las Vegas about his position on packing the court. And you heard what he said. And not, it's not just Republicans who are calling him out. It's now Democrats and the liberal media, because this looks especially bad. Now, remember... Biden opposed court packing in the primary. Refused to answer the question last Thursday, then again on Friday. Remember he said, you'll know my position on court packing the day after the election? Then a KTNV reporter back in Nevada 
Asked him about whether he backs court packing. He said, this is the number one thing that I've been asked about from viewers in the past couple of days. Well, sir, don't the voters deserve to know, reported uh, Ross Dimitai. He says, no, they don't. I'm not going to play this game. He'd love me to talk about it, but I've already said something on this court packing. He'd love that to be a discussion instead of what he's doing now. This is literally telling you that the Democrats will perpetrate whatever evil they possibly can to win this election, win at all costs, and take all the power that they can in Washington, D.C. Pence fires back that night. He was interviewed by Breitbart. Rightfully calls it outrageous. And he says that the public does deserve to know. He also cited a clip of Joe Biden back in the 1980s, which is now circulating, when Biden called court packing a bonehead idea, and that's what's being played all day long, everywhere. Now, CNN got in on this, and they're trying to save face because this is how bad Joe Biden looks. This is, I hardly ever watch CNN. But he said the Republican plan to replace the late Justice Ruth Bader Ginsburg was unconstitutional, Joe Biden said. The CNN anchor, Jake Tapper, challenged him, or excuse me, challenged a spokesperson for Biden, his deputy campaign manager and communications director, pushed back on the vice president's claim that it was unconstitutional because we know that it's not. We remember just a few years ago, back in 2016, it was Barack Obama who said it's not unconstitutional. Now, here's the dialogue. I want to get the idea of adding justices to the court in a second, Tapper began. He said it's not constitutional what they are doing. How is it not constitutional what they are doing? And you see the vast majority of people say they want the person who wins the election on November 3rd to nominate the justice, the spokesperson for Biden said. Tapper replies, that's a poll. That is not the Constitution. There's a constitutional process of advise and consent. The American people get to have their say by voting for president, by voting for senators, Biden's spokesperson argued. Right, but it's still not unconstitutional. In other words, it's indefensible. But it's all hands on deck for the Democrats at this point. And just to point how incredibly unfair and nonsensical this is and what the Democrats are willing to do so that they can convince you, so they can take power from the Republicans, they've decided to go ahead and just... They don't care if it's, if it's lawful or not, if it's in the Constitution or not, because Democrats don't care about the Constitution. Just like Nancy Pelosi this past February 5th, who ripped up President Trump's speech, that's exactly what you'd like to do with the Constitution. Now, there's a lot of shenanigans going up in Santa Fe, but not the least of which is this. And given what you just heard from Joe Biden, from CNN, and saying, you know what, it's not unconstitutional... The Santa Fe New Mexican, in its infinite wisdom, praises Joe Biden left and right. This was, this was delivered two days after he made these remarks, both on Thursday and Friday. Biden has all the essential qualities for a leader. Compassionate. <laughs> Focused. That's, that's the least, last quality I look for in a leader. He's kind, Dowd. Competent. Oh, he's kind oh, with other people's money. They honed on his blue-collar childhood and oh, years yeah. of public service. He's a man who can build relationships, and Trump must be fired. <laughs> Where do you see any of that in someone who is that, that, that truculent with the media? Mm-hmm. A leader too busy to tweet to his enemies and ready to engage with the world without bluster or threat. Joe Biden renews alliances with our friends, demonstrates a big heart, a deep faith in God, and a commitment, get this, to serve the people of the United States, and that's all of them. Well, one of the head, soon-to-be senior Democrat, uh, part of the delegation up in Washington. Guess what? Martin Heinrich, not ruling out adding justices 
to the Supreme Court. In fact, validating and verifying everything that all the Biden behaviors that he's doing out in Nevada. He told a journal, but the math is the math. It's a limiting factor here. They can basically confirm him no problem. So, 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 so what's our remedy? Well, the number of seats in the Supreme Court is set by statute. Oh, it's a moving target. So it is certainly something that Congress can bring up. I think that adding justices to the court in large part is something we should revisit after the election. That's how unlawful, that's how ridiculous your leadership here is in the state of New Mexico. Get rid of every Democrat. Vote Democrat. Vote red. Remove every Democrat here in this state. I don't care where they're where they are. 419 here in the Kiva. When we return, we're going to talk about Columbus Day. Some of the uh, new things that were happening uh, up in Santa Fe. We knew it was coming down. They can't help themselves and nobody was there to stop them. Least of which, of course, was Michelle Lujan Grisham. We'll talk about uh, why it is a happy Columbus Day. The Mexican president calling on the Pope, yeah, to apologize for the conquest on behalf of Christopher Columbus. And uh, we'll talk about how Native people continue to mark this day as a stark reminder for systemic racism. 419 back and 4 a.m. 1600 KIVA 93.7 FM. Check on weather and traffic with Rudy Grande.